Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is the Pro Audio Suite Podcast. Quick Bites. Welcome to another Pro Audio Suite Quick Bite. This week we are minus George and Robert because Robert's at NAB and George is spending time with his daughter. Having a bit of personal thing. time. Excellent. The good thing about that. that is we can talk about them behind their backs, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, what do you reckon about last week? Well, uh, anyway, dear. now we were going to do this week RX, Isotope, Waves, mm. um, Bruce Lee Shootout, mm. but we'll do that in the coming weeks. But this one, we thought we'd jump in because I just downloaded or bought the new version of WaveLab mm. Elements 9.5. Um, because I was having issues with an updated RME card that then wouldn't talk to WaveLab and then realised my version of WaveLab was so old, I'm surprised it didn't have to have the heads cleaned. But, uh, <laughs> uh, where is that so, metho? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Metho and a cotton bud. Mm. They, see, they were the, no one will know what you're talking about. No, exactly. They think you start a fire. Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> Light or clean your ears. Yeah, or that's clean. right. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, well, so I, y- you've also downloaded it. What What yeah. is your thoughts? Oh, well, look, I was interested to hear you talking about it, and so I thought I'd, I'd sort of download the demo version and have a look. I guess I should preface all this by saying um, I've been on Pro Tools for 20-plus years um, and I do know a little bit about Adobe Audition and, and I've also used that in its early incarnation as Cool Edit Pro as well. So uh, I guess I'm used to, I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, what I have to say does, isn't necessarily a negative reflection on the software. It's just my observations coming from a using other software. So I just wanted to preface that first. Um, but I guess with that in mind, my first impression was for me, I didn't find it very intuitive. But as we were talking about before we started recording, I had to get used to the idea that I'm not working a multi-track session here. I'm actually just editing a WAV file. And the timeline as I know it is a different beast in WaveLab than it is in Pro Tools. And it's a completely different way of working. So, um, but that was my first impression was I, I didn't find it completely intuitive. I found it kind of difficult to get my head around. In fact, I had to ring you to figure out how to put a plug-in on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Whoops. Well, it's interesting because I know a lot of people use this as the, their mastering door. And I can imagine that people would use it for mastering because, uh, you know, having now played around with it a bit more and sort of dug a bit deeper, um, if you were just working with a stereo file and, and wanted to master it, absolutely. I mean, it's it's totally the way to go. So, yeah, I mean, I, I played around with some of the EQs and compressors that came with it. I was particularly impressed. They've got one uh, or a suite like a RX sort of suite that of plugins and it's called the mastering module. This is probably not stuff as a voiceover artist you would want to play with, but uh, it's it's got a dynamics plugin, which is obviously compression, EQ, saturation, which is tape or um, tube saturation, and imaging, which is your stereo imaging 
um, left and right, blah blah. I found that really interesting, uh, and the and the EQ and the especially the compression. The compression seems to be two band, uh, which is kind of nice. So you've got you know you can run one lot over the one setting over the lower end of the frequency range and another one over the higher end of the frequency range, which could be uh, useful. But yeah, look for a voiceover artist who just wants to. Um, maybe record in and just spit out, uh, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, well, look, I find that I've just got used to it, I guess, because it was the first proper door I got. I didn't, I did actually buy another version, which was seven or eight, I can't remember, and I put it on my laptop on the Mac, and I did, I, I couldn't work out all the, how to use the thing on the Mac, so I dumped it, and I went to Twisted Wave on the Mac. So when you travel, you don't use WaveLab, is that what you're saying? No, I used Twisted Wave, and that came right. from George, actually, because he yep. said about it, and I chucked it in, I thought, man, this is so easy. Yep, yep. Um, so now that you've bought, you because you bought a Waves plug-in to use while you were away, didn't you? Yes, I've got a Waves, um, the Shep 73. Yeah. Do, so do you, have you tried that in here? Have you tried running that no. over your usual setup? No, I haven't, because I don't, uh, everything I've got is outboard. Yeah, so yep. I don't use any any plugins Anything. at all. Yeah. The only thing I would ever think about doing would be having anti, you know, to get rid of clicking and de-click. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I played around with that a little bit. I recorded some of my voiceover and ran, oh, actually intentionally recorded some mouth clicks and, uh, you know, some pops and things like that just to play with the RX stuff and see how it worked in there. It's not bad. It's um, It seems to be very DSP hungry as opposed to Pro Tools for some reason. Maybe that was just the way I was using it um, without having been a long-time user. That could be part of it. So, yeah, so in terms of running it on your laptop, uh, I think you'd probably want a bit of um, a bit of memory to burn. But, um, yeah, it's, other than that, it... it I guess the thing is, the, the, the hardest thing for me to get used to was massaging a, a, a WAV file as opposed to mixing a WAV file, which is two sort of different things. I mean, in Pro Tools, you can do a similar thing. They, you can use your plugins as an audio suite plugin, which means that you directly affect the clip. You don't just put it as a plugin on a track. Um, but I rarely use that. I mean, the things that I would use from there is like just a, like a normalization. And sometimes if I've got a file that is fairly clicky or poppy, a voiceover um, that comes in, I will run, uh, you know, a D click or a D pop over that. Um, but near nine time, nine point nine 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 times out of ten, I'll use it as a plugin. So, so that was the hardest thing for me to get my head around was just the fact that I'm working on a wave file, not so much on a timeline. Um, but yeah, okay. yeah. Now, what did you when you first opened the window? What what was the one thing that you thought? Was well, weird? I, I said it to you before. I said it to you before the show. I don't understand why I'm looking at two windows. You see the waveform twice. You've got it in a little window up the top, and then you've got the big waveform that you work on. I think I know why that is, is because if you look at the small one at the top, you can actually see the whole session. It's a bit like an overview, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, so you can actually find out where you are in the session. It's very interesting to look at some of the plugins that come with it and some of the editing tools that come with uh, this version of it, and I'm not sure whether there's even more in the Pro. Um, yeah, there's a lot in the Pro. Is there? Yeah, right, because I, I, I was interested to see that like there's a, 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 a retune so you can actually change pitch, um, which sort of says to me that there's people out there who sort of throwing vocals in here and, and changing 
parameters and then loading it back into um, whatever their their usual workstation is for mixing music. So that was kind of interesting. Um, they had another function, which is the 3D frequency analysis. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I nice. Looks pretty. I'm not sure how I'd use that because as opposed to just a normally normal frequency analyzer but you know i, I think i think what it is and it, I mean, look i you know i'm not a tech guy at all but and i've seen that thing on the old version i had but i was watching a guy uh, doing a demonstration of of wavelab 9.5 and um he looked at that and it then it kind of i kind of got it right because it, because it's 3d you can actually slide the whole thing around and you can see where those points are that you may want to eq Oh, I tried moving it around, but I didn't. Have yeah, you can, you can, you can do the completely turn it around, so you can see where these bits actually really do sit in a three dimensional oh, picture. Oh, here it is. Right. Ah, I've just figured that out. There we go. So okay. that yeah. that could be kind of handy when yeah. you're digging to find this weird thing that you you know frequency you want to either enhance or get rid of. You will find it much easier in a three D image. I would have thought. If you've got a funny little clicky thing going on, or some ambient noise in the background that you can't quite find, it would be interesting to compare. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a second or two before and a second two or two after to what's happening exactly at that moment. Yeah. And see what rears its head. Yeah, yeah okay. I get that now. I'll give them yeah. that. Yeah, so that could be <laughs> yeah, cool. So that could be handy. Yeah. Um, the only thing, it was funny because I, and this is what I thought you would jump on straight away, but you haven't. My buddy Pip, who's just moved down here, he came around hmm. when I was setting up the RME and he helped me set up the new um, uh, Total Mix and one thing that he looked at when he fired up a record, he's got, he said, where's the waveform? There's no waveform. Yeah. You, you don't get it until you stop recording mm. and then it pops up. Mm. That didn't bother me. See, because you've, oh, okay. you've got some pretty good meters there, some metering yeah. going on, which is enough. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, I'm, maybe from my analog days that doesn't bother me because um, I've got the meters there to keep my eye on. Okay. So, that's yeah, but that's an yeah. interesting point, though. It is, and it's, and it's funny how we've become used to that. I mean, you know, you sort of, I do it now, even while I'm recording, you know, with Pro Tools open in front of me, I glance across to make sure that the clip's still red and there's a waveform in it. So, you know, I suppose that's, you know, that's understandable, I guess. But um, Yeah, but the one thing I do like about this version, which was, certainly wasn't on the last two I bought, uh, the whole of the um, recording box, when, mm. you, when you hit record, that thing pops up with the metering in it, goes yep. red. Yes, yeah, that's kind of is nice, great. isn't it? Yeah, I like that a lot. And I don't know if you've played with it and I didn't get the chance, but I noticed there was a podcast template. Did you have a look at that? Have you had a look no. at that at all? No, I yeah, haven't. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I, actually, I've got it open. Let's just see if I can even find it. Um, but there was a, a, a template that just said podcast, and maybe this is for another episode. Um, yeah, No, not there in front of me. But I'll find it. There was, there was, yeah, there was definitely a podcast Setting, so it, it made me wonder whether that's just a, it, you know, we're just going to record uh, in a way that they think is easier for podcasting, or for someone who's not quite sure um, exactly about all the other functions of this, just to keep it simple. Whether it opens up a template that gets rid of all the stuff that you know you would look at and go, well, what the hell does that do? Just leaves the basic functions there or what? But um, mm. yeah, I kind of thought that was interesting. So yeah, yeah. As much as we right. talked about road and you know them specialising in podcasting, it's interesting to see other people are starting to think about it too. Oh, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? The the other the thing I didn't mention when we talk about the um, the WaveLab nine point five Pro as opposed to this one, which is the Elements. Uh, I noticed Pro has Isotope plugins. 
as part Ooh, of the deal. Nice. That's probably why they charge so much, $900 yeah, yeah. or something, I think. Yeah, yeah. But it's definitely got isotope gear in there, so that's uh, right. interesting. It's interesting. That, that, like, we've talked about this before, but it is, it is so fast becoming the standard in terms of noise reduction that it's just crazy. It's funny. And also, talking about standards, I was looking at some Facebook stuff today uh, that someone made the qu- asked the question, um, should I get Source Connect? Interestingly, there was a huge amount of comments and it, it looks like that the pendulum has swung towards Source Connect as opposed to ISDN. Right. It, it's finally moved over Probably that 50%. Probably not before time, yeah. Yeah. Well, won't so. that be interesting when pe- people like Steinberg and, you know, some of these other people like uh, Adobe and all that sort of stuff, you know, come out and basically they're all set up and all you've got to do is push a button and you're all set up to send to Source Connect or something. Aha. Uh-huh. Like, well, the thing is that Cubase actually have that as part of their um, do they now? DAW. Yes. Nice. But I, I think it only talks to two-way, I think, is the only way it works. Right. Um, from memory. That'd yep. be worth checking out. But yeah, yeah. that's uh, another one of Steinberg's things. There you go. The boys are on it. So what do you reckon out of, uh, if you're going to give it a score? I'd, 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 having not dived deep into it, but having a cruise across the surface, uh, if you had have asked me before I sort of spoke to you and then got an idea of how it was all working, I would have given it a four or a five. But now having played around, I'd give it an eight. Oh, cool. That's good. Having said that, I guess the only the, the, well the, the competition to this in terms of the way it works that I see is actually Adobe Audition just working in their two track mode, not in the multi track mode. I can see how a voiceover artist might um, might go down that route because it does work very similarly, and I would probably just give the edge to Audition in that. But as I said, I haven't spent months sitting behind this to, to sort of know its full capabilities. But that's my first impression anyway. Interestingly, um, the thing we should have talked about before we started talking about WaveLab, the reason I ended up updating, I said at the beginning, was because I updated my RME with an expander and using Total Mix, which then, for some peculiar reason, the drivers in the old WaveLab didn't like it and it kept crashing. So hence the reason I got rid of it. But this is a trick for young players. If you do have an RME PCI card and you decide that you're going to do what I do, which is have like four different mic chains going into the PCI card. When you do that, unfortunately, when you hit mute in the total mix, it only mutes to monitors. It doesn't mute to record. Ah. And I can tell you now that was an absolute, oh man, it, it was a head scratcher. So I ended up getting a guy from based in Melbourne here, a guy called Lee, uh, innovative Music, should give him a plug because uh, he jumped on with TeamViewer and he managed to uh, reconfigure all the stuff inside the um, Total Mix to ha- form a loopback. It was the only way we could do it. So now I've got a loopback that allows me to mute on recording. Yeah, right. But yeah, there you that, go. Was, uh, that was a weekend of hell. Well, here was my, here was my interesting one with, with WaveLab then. Uh, I just connected my 002 to record off and I couldn't figure out I wanted to make just a mono recording but using the input of input 2 off the 002 rack because that's where my in-studio mic the one I'm on now comes up and I couldn't figure out how to do that I couldn't figure out how to tell it it, it only in, in mono mode it only seemed to want to record off input 1 so, um, when there are like 16 inputs with the digital and the analog and all the rest of it on the 002. So I had to record 
as a stereo file so that my, that input two was recording on the right channel, the left channel was mute because there was nothing on there, and then fold it down to a mono file before I could start working. So that was, I couldn't figure out how to, to tell it, okay, I want to record a mono file, but I want to record the mono file off input two. I found that sort of difficult to figure out. So um, I'm sure someone will write and tell us there is a way, but that was my, my first impression. Well, there you go. Well, I've got 30 days to uh, trial it, so I'll be, I'll be playing with it some more, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Give it a whirl. See what mm. you, see what you find Maybe we should have this another conversation in 30 days. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you know what? Most importantly, it looks good. That's right. <laughs> you sound like my wife. If it, you say, why did you buy that? Well, it looks sexy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, then what are you doing nice. with me would be the next question. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, uh, yes. On that note, she's just keeping it real. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That was the Pro Audio Suite. If you have any questions or ideas for a show, let us know via our Facebook, the Pro Audio Suite Podcast. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.